the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Liberty in America is under assault. We no longer live in a reality that includes property rights. We're no longer the kings of our own castle. We no longer enjoy the true benefits of capitalism. Instead, we're negotiating our rights with our own government. This isn't how our country was founded. These aren't the ideas of our founders. It's time to seize back our country. This is the Liberty Hour, where these important issues will be discussed for the sake of America's future. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Constitution in the other, here's your host, Sean Thompson. This is the Liberty Hour, each and every Sunday night, where we discuss and dissect political talking points of both parties, designed specifically to seize your liberty and grow their power. Now, one of the things that uh, I like to do on this show is we really kind of talk from Illinois. We've actually talked about the the uh, massacres in Chicago to national politics. As you know, I focus mainly on the policies, the cult of personality I find despicable and disgraceful among any candidate, any party, when people start cheering against their own best interest because they uh, like their ruler, I have a problem with those issues, which makes me unpopular with the cheerleaders or the Krishnas. So this is not cattle drive radio. This is your terrestrial think tank for liberty. Now, I rarely do this to my to Macbeth, who spends a lot of time, really, very proud of him. And if you go to... Uh, Sean from Elmwood Park Facebook, you look down in the left corner, that's not a talking light bulb, that is Macbeth. And there's a reason we keep me in dark. That's right. Yes. Um, but I, uh, last, I ended the show, and we just had time to kind of get to our Illinois stuff, which I find despicable, our choices for politicians. I find 80% of Illinois politicians, especially the Republican side, who pretend to be different from the Democrats, I find a saboteur to my beliefs worse than an opponent. So I am more offended by the Illinois Republicans who really operate like the corrupt Democrats they pretend to hate. And uh, I was talking about the gubernatorial race where we have little Lou Costello running against seven foot of stupid Bruce Rauner, who I didn't support, who is an unmitigated giant Lou Costello. No, it's an unholy alliance of of, of different versions of socialists to me. Now, listen, it's an unholy alliance of uh, calories and sedentary. I mean, I I love how he pretends he wasn't in with all the the Democrats for for decades. That's that's basically where he made his money. But he did one good thing, and I gave him credit, and that was the Janus um, decision of the Supreme Court to kind of destroy that middleman mafia of public sector unions which I think is great, and I think will have repercussions. I think that'll that was be, more the uh, Illinois Opportunity Project, wasn't it? Of, of course. But or, he's, uh, well, uh, or was it the... Uh, it was actually Prof's group. Well, it was uh, Pat Hughes' group, the which, Liberty Justice uh, Center. Which, you know, Prof just doesn't pick up Pat Hughes' potato chips at lunch. They're, they're intertwined in a couple of businesses. Yes, I know. Uh-huh. So um, it was them that pushed it, but Rauner seized credit for it. 
And that's his one thing that he can throw at conservatives and say, look, I did. I know you're paying for the genocide of slaughtering your, your neighbor's children. But this is look, and I'm a conservative. I, I support this. Well, and there's something to be said so, for that, because if somebody like Pritzker was governor right now, they would have sent our whether we have a solicitor general or, or whatever, they would have sent Illinois state representation to fight it. Yeah. yeah. Well, you must have read the email from this listener who's a who's a great guy. I, really, I haven't, but I'll just pretend I did. Just go ahead. I really do like him. He comes to, to all of along the, as you go. Comes to all of the AM 560 events. I've met him. He's a wonderful guy. And, you know, I gave him my business card from Liberty Real Estate Services, selling real estate here and in South Florida. No cheap plug. And um, he sent me an email. And in the email, he says, well, you were right about Pritzker, but you're going to have to hold your nose and vote for seven foot of stupid. And I thought to myself, my God, aren't you tired of every election cycle, the lesser of two diseases that we get to pretend we have any kind of a fight, a pushback against the failure, the Ponzi scheme pensions or the economics or the fail and pay and tax. And we just pretend, okay, we're going to do it this time. And the Harleys and the clean Carhartt jackets and all of it. Do I have to hold my nose again? Well, I, you know, I reminded this listener that I spend enough time as of, last year to become a resident of Florida, but it's hard. You, you tear yourself away from your family, arguing with everybody in your family. It's, it's, it's difficult to do so, but sometimes you have resident, to do. Resident of Florida? Yeah, I'm doing it, baby. You by haven't the time, killed a family member yet. By though. the time, the, by the, they have extradition. By the time the, uh, the election rolls around. <laughs> they make an know, exception for you because they know it's bound to happen. Exactly. Yeah. I'll be voting for DeSantis. And um, that's just what I'm going to do. But the people in my family, the people who I talk to on a daily basis, they're not going to vote for anybody. Because why, why pick your, your own destruction? And the issue that we have here in Illinois is we have now these, these slander ads, which some are true and some are not. But I laugh when I see Rauners, who's doing the same thing to Pritzker, rightfully, by the way, tying him to Madigan and all the Democrats. But I laugh at the fact that those are virtually the same ads he ran against Jeannie Ives. And... I, I said in my email, in my response to this, this fan, listen, this isn't my fault or my family members or those of us Illinoisans who will be moving or refusing to support uh, someone who's going to hand them their own demise. This is the failure of Pat Brady, of Durkins and lobbyists that they are. If the if the brothers aren't either the front men in the in the public eye being elected, they're in, they're lobbyists that are pretty much in Illinois. What is a lobbyist? Can somebody tell me what a lobbyist is? Because you know I I'm from the neighborhood. You know I grew up in Melrose Park. I live in Elmwood Park. What we used to call those guys were bagmen. Yeah, they were facilitators. Yeah, I give you a little something, right? I sprinkle the infield, a sack of Joea, and you do what I say. That's how that works in the reality. Now, I understand we pretend there's this big separation. No, no, no. Aldermen can have law firms that lower the taxes that they put on you when they're in, in, in committee, when right. they're in office. We can pretend that they... Sure, I know that that construction company got the, the job. I know he wasn't the lowest bid. I know he also gave me the biggest campaign, but it has nothing to do with it, right? That's Illinois politics, and we're supposed to pretend there's a difference. One guy... One guy controls over 50% of the video games, which are what exactly? 
a desperation tax and a tax on the stupid. Yeah. And they're in every wannabe ghetto for, in Illinois, and that's their new economic plan. Oh, they're everywhere now. It's though. disgusting. They're everywhere. It's disgusting. And their other bailout is what? They're going to legalize marijuana because, you know, all of a sudden they're grabbing the, the, the virtues of, of libertarianism where they say, hey, you want to be a scumbag? Be a scumbag. All of a sudden now, you know, it's, it's going to help everything, and, and it's not as bad as drinking. The same guys who say that drinking cola with sugar in it is bad for you. And you, you can't can guarantee, figure out, come on. You can guarantee that until there comes a point where the solution is politically expedient, you will not have a solution. They, it will maintain, they will maintain it as an issue for as long as they can get power out of it. And they're legalizing gaming now, gambling, right? right? So right. you got bookies and drug dealers sitting in prison, small time morons. For nothing. That did nothing. What were the, you know, all of a sudden now that's the new Illinois economic plan. It's the Sam Giancana economic plan. Let's fake, throw, fake, fake, fake. Let's throw a few hookers in there and we could we have one of those mob stories. Only they, instead of guys with, in it, with Italian last names and drinking espresso with wool coats on, they could be senators and congressmen from the state of Illinois. It's all the same nonsense. So this isn't my fault because I recognize the failure and the fraud. And notice, I didn't take the low-hanging fruit, McBeth. I never made fun of the second wife, although I want to. I'm talking strictly policies, fraud, scams, Democrat socialism sold as Republicanism. This isn't my fault or the people that leave. This is the Republicans who wrap their arms around this failure because it benefited them financially. And make no mistake of it, Pat Brady, the, head, the ex-head of the Illinois Republican Party, now a lobbyist. How, where, where is his bread buttered? What side? I'm so sick of pretending we don't know what the scam is and that somehow there's a safety line in this in this quagmire, this quicksand of failure and corruption. It's disgusting to me. And, and, and the other option is you're just an all in socialist and you think that Pritzker is really a businessman. That's my favorite commercial law where he's a businessman. What he doesn't want to tell you is that if his mom didn't pick the right dance partner, you'd never hear his name. Because he's not good at anything aside from polishing off breakfast. He's the picture of, you better eat that little boy. There's kids starving in China. That ad cracks me up. It's just disgusting. What, the breakfast? How old is he? Or how about the new one? Oh, please. He's a morphodite. Well, you about, look at him. You know, he's just realizing that breakfast exists. How about the new one? I breakfast like puppies. Breakfast is important. Manigan hates puppies. Manigan, I like puppies, too. Yeah. Please, that dog's lucky it doesn't have ketchup on it. Be a finger sandwich. We have time for a call? Maybe one, yeah. All right, let's get the calls in. Jim! Jim, how are you, buddy? How are you? Good. Shoot. You're on fire today. Oh, gee, thanks. Um, just a little history as far as the Eleanor Republican Party. You know, if it wasn't for the Eleanor Republicans, uh, way back then, Barack Obama would not have been president. Because you may recall, Senator Peter Fitzgerald was a great, great senator. Oh, However, come on. I'm, I'm tired of catonizing that guy, too. He's tied to a lot of scumbags. Seconds, All right, go ahead. Well, anyways, see. Hasser didn't like him. Judy Barr didn't like him. So he didn't run again. And so that opened up the, the platform to have Obama come in that open seat. And if he, if, if uh, Peter would have kept that seat, Obama wouldn't have been exposed to the national stage at that time. Well, I don't know. Hassert, hell of a babysitter. This that is the Alan Liberty Keys Hour. Debacle. We'll oh. be back. I mean, look at the Illinois Republicans. Just disgraceful one after the other. Hassert, slob. This is the Liberty Hour. Here's your host, Sean Thompson, on AM560, The Answer. Everybody knows McBeth, that let's never end this segment on Hazard. 
It ruined my whole break. <laughs> really, honestly. You remember how the big fat child molesting slob, he was all I used sick. to live like across a field oh, from him. Despicable. In Wooddale. He was all sick during the trial. And I was trial. high school wrestling age, so that was not good. Remember, he didn't feel good. He was sick. He was near death during the trial. The wheelchair. Oh, I'm never going to make it. What about now? Oh, you know what? I'm wrong. I was Henry Hyde. Yeah. What's he doing now? Oops. Yeah. Playing leapfrog with some poor alien. All right, let's go to John. Jeez. Oh, John and Palatine. How are you, John? Hey, I'm good, uh, Sean and Macbeth. Hey, uh, you know, it's too bad Listen, whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, our governorship wasn't... Hold on, uh, John. <laughs> John, hold on. You don't? Uh, oh, we do not great. add Macbeth to the title. This is uh, the show. Hi, Sean. I'm doing good. There's no need to address McBeth. His head's big enough. Oh, All I right. don't know about that. Break down the politics. Smoke out the spin. <laughs> Go ahead. Okay, well, I, I, I was going to say, my first point was, it's too bad the governorship wasn't decided on, like, Nathan's hot dog eating contest, because I know who we have wrapped that up. But uh, my Whoever question has the largest is, stomach. Go ahead. Yeah, I think I, 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 think I told uh, you and Joe Walsh that uh, the last straw for me was when Rauner uh, had the choice and chose to make our uh, beloved state so far a sanctuary city. So what I'd like uh, uh, for you to maybe uh, digress on a bit is uh, as far as do we have any alternatives uh, such as uh, maybe Cass Jackson or Sam McCann yeah. or uh, Genie Eyes, perhaps? Well, listen, I like Cash Jackson. I've met him. He's he's. He's a really, really good. Yeah, I've met him. He's came out to the Elmer Cigar House, which is a cigar store I own, where uh, there will never be a sale on cigars. But you're more than welcome to come out there. Um, yeah, he's a great guy. <laughs> he's a great guy, and I like them very much. Um, you know, I get it. I I have some reservations about some of some of the issues, but I like him. I think he's great. Here's the thing about Rauner that really upset me, and nobody really talks about it aside from uh, Dan Proft on occasion, and that's. The money flow by one lobbyist who works out of his office, who has the exact same fitness instructor as Pritzker, and her name is Nancy Kimmy. Have you seen this beauty queen that she is? She, one lobbyist in control of $18 billion. One lobbyist. Wow. Everything good. So he's got one bag man. And it's just, you know, I, that's the part I find despicable. Here's the other thing. The only restraints in our government are to be on the politicians, not the people. Instead of letting them add little nifty taxes and hidden tariffs and all the nonsense on us, why don't we restrain them? Because I'm getting awful tired of seeing John Boehner down on Marco Island like a captain of industry in his $3 million condo, like he actually did something other than prostitute our government. I find it despicable. So until we as a people become either more virtuous of our own dignity and our own rights and what our government a representative government is you're going to continue to be slaves who are picking their slave masters by the lesser of two evil formula that's worked oh so well as if you figure illinois if you look at actual numbers is absolutely and unequivocally bankrupt and a tax on earners that's 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 really promoted by both parties they just want to pick and choose which earners that doesn't help things Because the reality is when I'm driving to the studio and I don't want to come early because I still have half a cigar left and I take a ride down Arlington Heights Road or I take a ride down Route 68 uh, and you see the empty businesses completely boarded up for sale or you go past a strip mall and it's 70% vacant. And I know 
That's against the Trump Krishnas and what a great GDP we have. But the reality is here in Illinois, businesses are becoming more concentrated. Entrepreneurship is becoming more rare and taxation on the on those entrepreneurs is becoming greater at every turn. Which is why when you have people running for offices, whether it's in Chicago or in Illinois, they're just talking about how they're going to improve failure rather than how they're going to change it, rather than how they're going to rectify wrongs. It's just the same thing. And that's why I say in time and again, and Illinois is the prime example, within the failure of government lies their strength because they can run and pretend that, number one, they didn't have anything to do with it, or number two, they're going to fix it by doing the same thing that created it. It's, it's outrageous. So really, it's, it's about us becoming more smart. Now, if that's voting for Cash Jackson, okay, fine. If you can't leave, he's a good guy. Libertarians on a whole... Are, are, are good people. They don't want to use force. It's really the only party that doesn't want to use force against the losing party. See, that's the thing, Republicans and Democrats. It's not the principle of force that they reject. It's that they just want their turn at the, at, at the, at the whip. They want to control the stick to use to beat over the other citizens. And that's not what America is. I know that's what populism is and socialism and national agrarianism or protectionism. Yes, I know that's what that is. But what America is supposed to be is the opposite of those things. But now it's not in vogue. You put a hat on, you cheer, and we pretend people have hair. All right, Mike, the north side, my favorite caller. How are you? Good, Sean. Good. I wanted to give you three quick examples of how the city of Chicago rigs contracts because they steal money off everyone. One... They put a bid out, and everybody bids 50000 for to supply it with a unit. Like if they wanted cars, okay, we want Cadillacs, 50000 Some guy bids 40000 Then when it comes time to deliver, he gives them Chevy Malibus. So they're paying 40000 for Chevys. Another way is they pay a company that doesn't do any work, or they don't fulfill the whole contract. Well, that's my favorite one, Mike, because you're right about that. Well, here, and that's my favorite scam. If you're going to scam, do it 100% right. Let's pretend the job got done. Pay somebody who you pretend did it, and it never gets done. Yeah, this is Cook County. Here, I'll give you. I'll give you a perfect example. These ornamental streetlights they're paying a private company to put up. Part of the contract always was, you know, you're tearing up the people's lawn. You got to put sod. The city pays them two thousand dollars to replace everybody's lawn you tear up. Well, the company says we're not going to do that. So the city sent its own employees to do the work it was paying the company. And the guy in charge of the laborers for the city who sent him to do it, all of a sudden, one summer, he gets an in-ground pool in his backyard in Bridgeport. Mysterious coincidence. coincidence. Mysterious coincidence. You know what else gets me, too, that no one talks about, Mike? It's not the lowest bid. That's a misnomer. That's a rumor. It's, it's, it's the company of their choice. They're not bound to pick the lowest bid. They could pick anybody they want, which is why you've seen those same companies, those same guys with the same jackets, 82 pieces of equipment and six guys on the job, those same companies get the deal every single time. It's disgraceful. Hey, look, I was on, listen, I was on the west side yesterday. Guess who's rehabbing the old Cook County Hospital? Louis the Gutierrez. of Walsh Construction. No, oh. Walsh Construction. <laughs> that's great. Yeah, that's a revolving door of we'll put your nephew to work. You give us the contract. Yeah, I love that. What's your nephew <sighs> got to do? He's got to sit in the truck and not spill hot chocolate on himself for four no, hours. No, 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 no. They don't do that anymore. The nephew who's got a piece of that contract, hiring, uh, handling the zoning and the real estate and all that, is the new alderman of Bridgeport, Pugsley, 
Yeah. Daly's nephew, Pugsley. Yeah. Boy, those dailies. That, that, the nice thing is there's a lot of them, but that gene pool isn't deep. Thank you very much. You could spot them a mile away, the dailies. You know what it is? It's that short forehead and that dim-witted look in their face. This is, it's just, it's just too much to bear. Just keeping it highbrow tonight, aren't And it? you want to know something. And, and then you're going to hear as, as we get closer, who's the worst guy? Well, who's the guy that has something to say differently? Yeah. Who's the guy with a different plan to get us off these Ponzi scheme obligations to the virtuous state worker? You know what I've always wanted to ask? Why is their retirement more important than mine? Can okay. somebody explain it to me? Why can you use some deal you cut in your phony baloney document you call a constitution that, oh, they're the only people, the angels among men, not subject to reality of investment? Me? When you use that and you destroy my property values and that property was my retirement, well, that's too bad. Put some sugar on it, knead it. It's, that's the way it is. Yeah, but suck it up. For everybody else, no, no, no. They were, they were public sector workers. Well, I went to the cemetery today by my mother. And you know what? I saw a public sector worker waiting for break time to kick in. Now, I'm sure he was there mourning a relative. I'm sure that wasn't time, and I'm sure he wasn't there not to get spotted by some pretend supervisor who was probably at his mother's house eating pasta vazul. It's all disgusting to me. All right. You done? I had to get the Illinois out of my system. I, I read know. these emails before tell. the show. Don't let me read the emails. I didn't even try to play any of your sound yet. Now we got to go to George Stephanopoulos. Uh, oh. Yeah, we could. We could play it before the break. Let's play it before the break. Let's get it out of the way. I like, uh, you know, if I like my whining, right. I like it from a midget. Here it goes. President Trump on the trail and on the attack. The Russian witch hunt. A Democrat-inspired witch hunt. Leading the campaign against Robert Mueller. Calling on the Attorney General to stop the investigation right now. This tweet strikes me as very close to obstruction of justice. He used the word should. He didn't use the word must. His new concern about his son, Don Jr., sparking Trump's ire. In that high- All right, hold on. Obstruction by tweet? Hold on. I, I love it. How could obstruction of justice come from a tweet? That First Amendment is st- just in the way. It's a speed <laughs> bump to justice. Hysterical. It's outrageous. Come on. The only thing worse than a Republican is a dumb Democrat. It, there's no winners. Break down the politics. Smoke out the spin. Now, back to the Liberty Hour. Call Sean now at 312-642-5600. This is the Liberty Hour. Now listen, McBeth, we'll get on to the national Trumponomics, all right? We'll have our field day soccer ball with that, too. But uh, I think it's very important that we let the fans in, the listeners, as it were, in on what we were talking about. Now, I'm... I'm Something you're quite excited about. Well, no, not not just the podcast. We'll talk about that. Let's end the show with a high note. Come on, baby. George Whatever. Costanza, leave him wanting more. Um, it's about what we were talking about during the break. I'm old. Right? I graduated high school in 86, yeah. for God's sakes. And back then, when you were a young man or woman getting out of school, you knew of an industry in Illinois where, where it was booming. Yeah. Right? You knew you could go there. Back then, it was the mercantile exchange. Knew I wanted to do it. Right, saw it on TV. I said, "What are these guys doing?" Learned everything I could about a commodities, and you know, you went down there, and that's when, at that time, I didn't could, know what a mercantile was, but I wanted to exchange them. My first week, the uh, I, less than a week in, was the crash, yeah, of '87. But anyway, um, that's where there it's was a, a good thriving choice there, economy sure. here. Pick you could be an entrepreneur. Businesses were opening. Now, yeah, you could argue that it's national politics. 
maybe yeah okay good you're right especially when you're talking about commodities no question about it geopolitical i understand but it was also illinois politics it was also that illinois didn't practice full-on envious tyrannical taxation it didn't yeah it Yet it, it had the it had the workings to do so. Mm-hmm. There's no question. And and the part that sickens me is the Illinois Republicans are the ones that sat like crossing guards. Oh yeah. Just they're, gatekeepers. They're the ones that sit like Come crossing guards now. Come on through. And Come on through. Every couple of years, you know, I'm asked just come on, who do you who do you want? A Democrat in there? You want an outright socialist? It's the same thing every time. And at this point I feel that yes. Let's just get it over with. Let's let's burn it down and build it back up. Is that what you're saying? Because when you have Peter Raskam in there, yeah, as a as a congressman though, yeah. not in my district, I get Louis Gutierrez. But you know, you you pay attention to the Republican districts. You hope they put up a fight, and you're you're seeing now in races in commercials where they're promising to not only not eliminate Obamacare but to improve it. Yeah, and as a as an entrepreneur. I am in the midst of this right now where I'm paying $2,000 a month. Yep. That's an insane amount of money for yep. insurance I don't use. Yeah. I'm one of those unfortunate healthy people. I'm one of those people who can have... Sucker. Who can have, and my family, thank God, knock on wood, who can have our health and our, our job used against us to be extorted to pay people. And here's the thing about Obamacare, as you hear these politicians promise to keep it. It is riddled, like every socialist program, with waste, fraud, and abuse. And taxes and fees. It is, it is just swamped with it. Yeah. And it's everything from this nonsense silver sneakers program, which affects me personally every yeah. day. That's when you go to the health club and you see these old people meandering uh, around yep. who pay nothing to go there. Nothing. It's mm-hmm. all part of their Medicare, Medicaid, the Obamacare. It just, it is, we can't recognize as people anymore. Number one, do I have a right to keep my money or do you have a right to take it in the name of your rights? The, we're re-arguing the Enlightenment because you, we, we as Illinois Republicans have allowed socialism to be adopted as our policies. They're not arguing the base philosophical reasoning behind these programs anymore. They're simply arguing how much to take from somebody else. And it's not even a matter, when you're talking about fighting it, it's not even a matter of making a case against it. The, the basic step of simply calling it out for what it is, is not being done. Rauner, not only was he excited to take the money for Obamacare, yeah. he has continued the fraud, continued to expand certain areas because the, the, the Illinois state government is paid by the federal government. To give it. Why do you think, and Blue Cross Blue Shield, they've never made more money, brother. No, well, they wrote they're, the law. They're interwoven with government, yeah. subsidized every single month. You, as someone who's not in on this scam, are just victimized by it. And that's when I said, when we were having the conversation, yeah. and this day and age for an 18 year old kid, you got an 18 year old son, you tell him, well, Sonny boy, here's what you could do you could work your dairy air off, and yeah. you could go be an entrepreneur and open up three stores and work seven days a week, or, or, I could call we'll get a job with a tollway. I could call a congressman, a state rep, and we could do all we could to get you on that list to make you part of the state. And it's at that point, Macbeth, when it is better to be a part of the state than to be a part of the general public. Yeah. That a country monetarily a state, at this point, as the doomed. worker, it's a no brainer. It's doomed. Because it is for they are the virtuous, they are the insulated, and they are the protected. 
And we, the people who are taxed, we're the bad guys. We're greedy. I'm greedy. But the guy who sat on his derriere hiding out in a, in, a, in a cemetery waiting for break time to kick in, he's not greedy. Me, I'm greedy. Because I want my property that I worked and my wife worked and overtime and did all we could to pay off. I want it to be worth more than I bought it for 14 years ago. Maybe he felt a, like a ventricular kick off that last Italian beef, and he's just trying to save his family transport. It's true. Geez. Yeah, maybe that was. <laughs> that might be, he might be a very considerate fella. Yeah, you know. The Don't reality is, you never know. And this is the other thing no one's talking about. I'm, I am a real estate broker, and I am telling you now, your real estate is not worth more than you paid for it ten years ago. Anybody, maybe in these small little neighborhoods where there's flight to quality, yeah, Jeff Park or whatever. It's a great time to buy a two million dollar mansion for a million in Hinsdale, though. This is the Liberty Hour. We'll be back after these messages. listening to the liberty hour with sean thompson get on the line with sean by calling 312-642-5600 this is the liberty hour each and every sunday night Macbeth, i can't believe how fast this is all right we got a twitter storm by maybe Trump if you again. did fewer uh, topics it would go a little slower i mean i don't know if it's a cialis side effect or what it is but on the weekends it's great he appears to go crazy on this Twitter. Careful with my counter. Oh, they're right on it again? No. All right. Uh, you, you have any uh, more of uh, Stephanopoulos going crazy on the tariffs or no? Oh, sure. Why not? Let's see. It's not on the or tariffs. On the, I, I mean, know. on the, uh, you know, tweets. No, it doesn't want to play. All right. Fair enough. If it yeah, doesn't play, it doesn't play. I'll cue it back up. Well, here's the one that, that annoys me. And this is what I mean when I was complaining earlier about Illinois. It's the same nationally, right? As I've watched fellow Tea Party members fellow um, capitalists adopt populism, protectionism, Bulvarian socialism is what it really is, but that'll take at least 40 minutes. We don't have time to explain that. But one of the things that frightens me is that we are, have now become an economy where a collective three guys, none of whom can do a sit-up, even if I tie a 20 to their shoe, in Wilbur Ross, uh, Trump himself, and or um, the guy from California, Macbeth, I knew I was going to blank out on his number. The other buffoon who was the teacher. Yeah, I'm not paying attention. All right. Damn it, I'll think of it. I'll think of his name. Peter Navarro. Um, Peter Navarro. These are three guys who have a theory about what a tariff is. But one of the things that troubles me is when the guy selling it, and there is no question about it, the greatest salesman ever to be in politics is Donald Trump. No question about it. He could sell ice cubes to Eskimos, as the old man used to say. Tariffs are working big time. Every country on earth wants to take wealth out of the USA, always to our detriment. Uh, really? I say, as they come, tax them. If they don't want to be taxed, let them build the product in the U.S. In either event, that means jobs and great wealth. Right. Here's the problem. He's I, I, I don't believe he's ignorant. On the surface, it sounds good, doesn't it? First of all, it's, a, it's, a, it's every line yep. is a lie. Yep. Okay? No country is taxed by a tariff. No. In fact... Your, when, own, when your he, own people, your own economy. You know how taxed. I want to approach this a little differently? You know how he constantly, and rightfully so, calls China a currency manipulator? Yeah. Do you know what a tariff is? It's a currency manipulation. It's a currency Market manipulation. Market manipulation. It also hides inflation. 
it pretends it's patriotic. And here's the other thing, Macbeth. It is a backdoor revenue generator. Yeah. So when you say, look at me, I've lowered a regulation in the steel industry. And you add a tariff, that regulation means nothing. Because that American company that says how patriotic it is, knows it can raise its price by whatever that tariff is, less a percent. Do you realize that? And that's not a theory. That's not some guy in a radio station who's also dangerously good-looking, Macbeth, saying it. That is what happened. Right. That's the reality of what happened. The American Steel Company, who had 70% of the market. Did you realize that? Yeah. American Steel produced more in 2017 than ever before. Yeah. And it was only because it just beat out 16. We have been growing that, that particular industry. And now it knows it can competition-free gouge me and you. Yeah, so Canada, uh, China, Korea. they're not paying anything. You are, dummy. You know what I mean? I don't know. So when you win without principles, you lose in slow motion. And that's what this, this is. And when we pretend that this is what America is or what makes America great, we actually discount what made America rich. What made America rich wasn't tariffs. What made America rich was the production and the tra- trade and the unencumbered economy. See, that's the other thing. Why would you turn over the economy to the most corrupt industry in the world? The only true monopoly in the world is government. It is the monopoly of taxation. It is the monopoly of regulation. Yeah. It is the monopoly of confiscation. Well, it's a monopoly of, of currency policy, too, monetary policy. And I am, I am bewildered by the, by the people I know. You know, I, I'm having this, this anger you feel is because these are friends of mine. These are people that I uh, know for decades that are now chanting against their own self-interest, not realizing that it's a fraud success. And it goes back to what we were talking about, the empty stores, the empty businesses. That's not just Illinois. You're seeing the, the, it is becoming smaller and more select, the people who are participating in the economy. At the same time, jobs numbers come out, and they're great like they did Friday. What they're not telling you is they've recalculated those job numbers. And what is not being talked about Standard is, operating is procedure the failure. At this point, isn't it? It's the failure of America that's bothering me. The failure to remove Obamacare. The failure to recognize the military waste, fraud, and abuse, and spending. You know, we're not talking anymore about these kids getting killed. You know, I, I had a, a, I had a hornet's nest. It's on Netflix, on at the cigar store. Yeah. Did you see it? I did. It's, it's pathetic. It's painful how we're losing more soldiers in Afghanistan today than in 2011. Yeah, there's... And we're not talking about it. Now, granted, it's less than the city of Chicago... On a Saturday night. I, yeah, that's what I was about to say. I is, mean, is there's there's other comparisons to uh, to be made. There. That was the other thing. I get up, you know, I watch the news, and I get a, the update on my phone from HeyJackass.com, which I yeah. love. That's site by cops. Yep. And 35 people were shot from midnight to 8 in the morning. Isn't that nuts? Yet the national news wants to lead off with Erlacher made the Hall of Fame. Really? Well, it's more important. I like the fact the statue has no hair, and he has hair. I love it. I was wondering whether he would show up with hair or not. Love it. Why not make the statue with hair? The guy's got hair now. He doesn't look right with hair. Let's celebrate the hair. He really doesn't. Be like you with a fruit bar in your hand. (laughs) All right. The Liberty Hour. We'll be back shortly.
This is the Liberty Hour. Here's your host, Sean Thompson, on AM560, The Answer. Break down the politics, smoke out the spin. <laughs> he loves that clip. It's just funny. Please, I, the last thing I need Seth to Lapolis do. This morning, I hope so. you know you know how this guy is. Yeah, come on, we'll have to send them five dollars every time you run it. No, oh please, no. Fair use and parody is a wonderful thing. All these guys on Sunday. That's why I'm so aggravated, Macbeth. I watch it before I come here on my phone. You know, while I'm driving, smoking right. a cigar, drinking coffee with no seatbelt. Yes, as you drive with no seatbelt, uh, don't my forget. Car. Don't forget, um, you're also only using one hand because the other hand is gesturing wildly to other drivers. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly right. you drive like me. I and know. you know, it's funny you say that because I was behind this lady and it was near the Oak Park area. She yeah, had sure, all those go ahead. Bumper Burn up stickers, All those bumper stickers on her car with yeah. the big, you know. Coexist and Obama yeah, with the big, Coexist. Yeah. That's it. With the big Christian thing and yeah. God loves Hillary sure. and all this stuff. Yeah. So she's going real slow and, she, you know, she gives me the finger. So I gave her the finger, and then I said, God bless you, just to make her feel good. Yeah. All right, go ahead. Hit me with the clip. What do you got? What do you want? You want socialism, me, or you want a hack? Give me socialism. This is the one with Franken, right? right? Or, or? Uh, no, this was the, uh, this oh, is the, Amy the Klobuchar, who is uh, the other senator in, uh, in uh, Minnesota. They actually replaced Franken with a lady named Tina Smith. But yeah, here No one is. will know. This was on one of the morning shows. I can't remember which. Cynthia Nixon said this weekend at the Netroots conference, a gathering of progressives, a lot of 2020 chatter there, and we can get into that. But something she said about socialism, I'm curious of your reaction. The establishment is terrified of that word, socialism. But if we learned one thing from the Obama years, it's that Republicans are going to call us socialists no matter what we do. <laughs> What do you make of that? And where, where do Democratic socialists fit in, the Demo- in, in your Democratic Party, Senator? Uh, I make of it that she's deflection. in a primary in New York State um, and running for office. Uh, but what I've seen in our party <laughs> yeah. is that, yes, there are divides along certain issues. But what unites us is so much stronger, Chuck. We have a president in the White House where we need a check and balance. Yeah, I just yeah. stopped it there. A check and the balance of socialism. That's a deflection yeah. that Archimedes would have been envious of after seeing his death ray operate. See, not only could Good I just grief. think about the ridiculous of the content of what she was saying, I was thinking about her husband at some shot in a beer joint with cotton stuck in his ears and an ice bag on his head thinking, finally, she's out of the house. Well, because here's the thing. She I, is uh, running for re-election in a few months. So. For just election. She wasn't elected, right? No, it's no, no. This will, be her second, this will be her second re-election if she is re-elected. She was Come elected, on. She was elected in 2006. She was re-elected in 2012. The girl from uh, Sex in the City? No, no. Oh, I'm talking con- about the lady who was talking, Amy Klobuchar. Oh, Amy Klobuchar. The senator from Minnesota. You got to stay up. This well, is I'll your tell show. you what I like. I like the reaction of, away, a, of, a, of a Democrat when you ask him to tell him tell you the difference of a socialist versus them. What's it's their point? Trump. And that's without holding up yeah. the uh, 1934 Soviet right. Constitution. <laughs> the only problem is that's got to be kept. That's the ace in the sleeve. There, you got to keep that for rainy. Read day. the 1934 I Soviet have. Constitution and yeah. tell me the difference between the Democrat platform. Here's the problem. There's a few. But yeah. read the Bulgarian Constitution by Hugo Chavez and tell me the difference between Trump's economic policies. That's an interesting one. There isn't any. So until people start to stand up and reject, you're going to have to go through pain of having a, a Soviet socialist in there. 
You're going to have to go through the pain. I will not be distracted by the gun guy. No. You He's will just going to stare go at you through, through the glass. You will have to go through the pain. But in the end, that's how you win. See, because here's the other thing. We are right, there's only one right answer to true prosperity and freedom. That's liberty and capitalism. Right. This other stuff is, is, a, is a failure. Hey, we got a few seconds. You want another clip from her? Yeah, get hit me. How confident are you that the 2018 midterm elections are going to be legitimate? I'm very concerned that you could have a hack that finally went through. You have 21 states that were hacked into. They didn't find out about it for a year. Freudian slip? Okay. There was a hack that already went through. Unfortunately, the people who are running your party, ma'am, were a little bit too busy fixing their own primary for president to, to really deal with it. Democrats are worried about voter abuse. Have they ever seen an Illinois election? Come on got old ladies that have been dead for 10 years they're solid democrats however this is the liberty hour we'll be back next week and we have a podcast starting this month i'll narrow in on a date next sunday i have to go home 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 Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.